All right, thank you, Scott Shannon. Thanks to all of you for being with us. 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. You know what's amazing to me is people, put yourself in the position that you have a special grand jury set up and the jury foreperson goes on a multimedia tour uh, let's see, including the New York Times, the AP, Fake News, CNN, MSDNC, NBC News. And she's out there giddy, happy, you know, seemingly like loving the attention and, you know, overjoyed at the prospect. Um, uh, just, oh, I, I, saw, I wish I could have sworn in President Trump. Oh, 60 seconds. I'm the, I was the jury foreperson. I would have been the one to swear him in and everything. I, I would have been that person. And she didn't get to do it. It was so disappointing. And then hoping that the recommendations that the grand jury made, that there are indictments and people's lives are upended and how disappointed she will be if charges are not filed, uh, filed in this case. Dying to swear in President Trump, smirking, smiling, giggling, you know, giddy, laughing her way through a lot of these interviews. I mean, it's it is so bizarre. And just ask yourself, forget about whether you're a Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative, whatever you have to be. Do you want this woman doing these interviews and being in charge of your future and your fate, because I wouldn't want such a person uh, having a say over whether or not a DA is going to file charges against me. But look, just you decide. Would you want this to be your jury for person if you have to go before a grand jury and they're going to decide whether you're going to get indicted or not? Did the grand jury recommend an indictment of former President Trump? I'm not going to speak on exact indictments. So nothing that would surprise people who have been following this? Uh, probably not. Um, I wouldn't want to characterize anyone else's reaction, of course. But, so that was when we heard a lot in testimony. Um, but probably not. Did you personally want to hear from the former president? I presidents? wanted to hear from the former president. But honestly, I kind of wanted to subpoena the former president because I got to swear everybody in. And so I thought it'd be really cool to get 60 seconds with President Trump of me looking at him and being like, do you solemnly swear? And me getting to swear him in? I just, I kind of just thought that would be an awesome moment. There are indictments recommended, of course. Is it yes. more than 12 people? Is it more than 20 people? I think if you look at the page numbers of the report, there's about six pages in the middle that got cut out. Allow for spacing. It's not a short list. Not a short list. <laughs> After everything that you've seen, what would your reaction be if the DA decides against bringing any charges after what you've seen? I will be sad if nothing happens. Sad. So like sad. That's, that's about my only request there is, is for something to happen. Does anybody think this should stand as, as, as a document even or even be made public? Because I don't think so. I don't think most people think so. I mean, it appears she's just overjoyed at the prospect of putting people potentially behind bars, will be disappointed if charges aren't filed, 
dying, just dying to swear in uh, a Donald Trump. I mean, did we play that part? It's it's unbelievable. She wants to swear in Donald Trump. And anyway, so she's smirking, smiling, laughing her way through interview after interview and interview. And now the question you got to ask is, does she seem impartial to you? Does she, she seem objective? Does she seem sober? And does she seem like somebody's taking this seriously? You know, that this is a solemn duty that one has to take on, one that most normal people don't even really want to ever take on, uh, but they do it because it's their duty and the law that they have to do it. No, she's loving this. She's loving the attention. Does she not? Does she sound like somebody that understands the gravity of the situation? Because she didn't sound like that to me. You know, I mean, <laughs> giggling her way through interviews. Well, we're talking about putting people potentially behind bars. And she'd be disappointed if they're not charged and taking away their liberty and their freedom. This is not how the system is designed to work. It's not acceptable. It is not fair to the people that are involved on the other side of this. What she is doing, how she's doing it, how she's saying it, and it's not appropriate. And if this is justice now in America, that is a travesty on top of the dual justice system that we talk about regularly, you know, where there's one set of of rules for the Clintons and for the Bidens and, you know, a whole other set of rules for the Trumps or anybody that's a conservative in any way, shape, manner or form. And by the way, if you look at the grand jury handbook, I will repeat, jurors shall, quote, keep the deliberations of the grand jury secret unless called upon to give evidence thereof in some court of law in the state. Now, my understanding is the New York Times is not a court of law. My understanding is neither is the AP. My understanding is neither is fake news CNN. My understanding is neither is MSDNC or NBC News. So she's violating the exact you know, protocols that she had agreed to when she got on this grand jury. You know, they also say, <clears throat> and the handbook also discusses how they should not discuss cases with fellow jurors or anyone else outside of the jury room. Then we've got a report I saw today. She's talking about they had ice cream parties with the prosecutors. They're like fraternizing with the prosecutors. This, these are people on in the grand jury. What, they're going to buy you free ice cream so you get the, the, they get the verdict that they want? They get the decision that they want? And everybody seems to be okay with this? You know, never mind the bizarre article in the UK Daily Mail today. Um, you know, beyond fantasizing about, you know, swearing in Donald Trump, uh, it, it, this is what they're saying. I, what, have you ever been to Pinterest, Pinterest? What do you call it? Pinterest? It's called Pinterest. Okay. I'm not, I have no access you to social media. You pin things that are of interest. Okay. You pin things of interest. Um, anyway, in the Daily Mail today, they had an article about this jury uh, four-person, Emily Kors, uh, who knows, maybe she cast an indictment spell over the entire Georgia grand jury. I have no idea because what they're reporting is uh, the introduction to uh, on her page 
instructions on how to cast a magic spell as it appears in the Pinterest page. Quote, casting a circle, a way for witches to protect themselves during their magic work. One, cleanse your space of all negative energy. Two, visualize pure energy and breath. Three, recite the following. By the earth that is her body, by the air that is her breath, by the fire that is her spirit, by the living waters of her womb, the circle is cast. There it is. Grand jury magic spell has now been set. I mean, it's, do we do any vetting or is this basically any warm body will do for a grand jury? Um, but there are, you know, the, the other side of this, you know, beyond how cool it would be and how awesome. Those would be so awesome. It would be amazing if she could swear in Donald Trump as a witness. Because as I was, I was the four person. I would get the, I would be the person to do that. I mean, I know ten year olds that sound more mature than this jury four person. It was clearly embarrassing. If she is embarrassable, but anyway, uh, and I'm sure that what's the Fulton County DA thinking today? More importantly, what are the defense attorneys going to do next? I mean, I mean, they've got to file a motion to quash this thing. I don't know what the exact order is. We'll ask Greg Jarrett later in the program about this. But if there are eventual indictments, the defense would have to make a motion to dismiss based on grand jury impropriety and bias. And I don't think any of of this super grand jury information should at all be made public based on the conduct of the jury for person who clearly did not pay attention to and clearly is in violation of the very rules uh, that and guidelines that are given grand jurors in the state of Georgia. You know, I mean, she could find herself, I think, in legal jeopardy, breaching her sworn duty. We'll, we'll hear from the experts on that as well. But um, <coughs> I got to tell you something. You know, this remember, this is a special purpose grand jury, and this raises questions. Why, why did the DA in this case want to special purpose grand jury that doesn't even have the authority to issue the indictments. You know, the DA would have, if a DA actual wants indictments, now the super grand jury, if you will, or the special purpose grand jury, all they can do is recommend charges, but they don't base charges like they would a regular grand jury. They would have to convene a regular grand jury if they thought that charges were warranted. Now, if the DA in the case thought this case was so strong, why didn't they go directly to a regular grand jury and, and bypass this this circus that has now unfolded here? I've been very suspicious about this. I know Greg Jarrett has been as well. If they had evidence of criminality, why didn't they convene a grand jury? Unless, of course, the goal all along was to, you know, issue this report, make it public, Oh, a special grand jury, a special purpose grand jury recommends indicting Donald Trump. Okay, but it has no legal authority to indict. So what's the point of that? You know, the as far as the law solicitation to commit fraud in elections, it's going to be very hard to prove, although maybe not in Fulton County. I mean, this is one of the problems conservatives have overall. And that is, you know, what venue that, that a case is going to be heard from. Uh, If you're in Fulton County, Georgia is not exactly the place you want to be if you are a conservative uh, and you're on trial because it slants so heavily Democratic. 
I don't even think at this point they could get what I think would be warranted in this case, which is a change of venue and get this taken out of Fulton County and, and sent to another part of Georgia because I think the jury pool now has been tainted just based on the interviews of the jury foreperson. So this, this is going to be interesting to watch unfold, and it's going to be interesting to see what these defense attorneys do here because if I had a client and that client potentially could be on that list, I don't know. I, I, I think I would be very, very suspect about anything that this grand jury comes out with in the end. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. Listen, uh, let me repeat after me. You're not stuck with those old blinds in your house. Our friends at blinds.com, they want to give you a brand new view with brand new window treatments. And right now <clears throat> at blinds.com, you can save up to 40% off site wide on premium custom window treatments and upgrading your window coverings. is It's a minor project, but it has a major impact on any or every room in your house. And blinds.com make it so simple, so easy, so affordable. And if you need help in making your selection, uh, you set up a free call with one of blinds.com's expert designers and they'll help you make the best selection, you know, from things like trendy woven wood to classic shutters and so much more. Now, there's a reason why Blinds.com has over 40,000 five-star reviews. No store beats their prices. And with Blinds.com, there's no guesswork, no hassle. You don't have to go to the store and make multiple trips. You can just rest easy with Blinds.com. They have professional installation services. They have 100% satisfaction guarantee. That's why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Shop now and save up to 40% off site-wide. Blinds.com. Tell them your friend Sean Hannity sent you.